that rolls. Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio Time! I'm through with standing in line for some fun to begin, but I found a good thing leaving me with a grin. It's time for Outlaw Radio to begin. You have the great Billy Gibbons here? Yeah. It's very cool. He really just passed out. Oh, wow. That didn't sound too bad. And the lightning will fly. Oh, man. Here. We're here with Matt. Oh, yeah. At the light now. Our little outlaw radio. We're here with Matt. Yeah. And he's not fat. We got all his guys and girls in the house. Let me tell you, that's where it's at. <laughs> and that's, ladies and gentlemen, Matt Allen. Pass me a gallon. <laughs> Let me tell you all about it. Welcome to the Big Dog and Broad Chasing. Meant to say casting must be Magic Match Outlaw Radio on YouTube, on Rumble, and Twitter, a.k.a. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Paul Rogers, man. One of the yep. great rock and roll singers in the history of rock and roll. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Welcome uh, back to the big, uh, fero- ferocious, uh, vivacious dog oh, broadcasting. Yeah, my mind is somewhere else today because I'm in a, a big poker tourney. <laughs> today is the culmination of a year in the tourney, and then uh, those winners throughout the year are now at the uh, final table, and that'll be in a couple hours, and that's why we started the show today uh, early. Uh, because we're very honest on this show, that's not that you uh, gave an ass about it, but that's why. Um, and... Uh, don't tell me, uh, don't wish me luck. Just tell me to break a leg. How you doing over there, Billy Dilly? I'm having a blast. There he is. That's our HR man, Billy Dilly. Did he's... Billy make the table? Is he playing tonight? <laughs> Billy is. No. He's... I'm not invited over there. Well... I don't spend money. What? All right, explain that. I just don't give it up. Uh, explain that. The fact that I don't play poker and I uh, <laughs> don't that's give our... up money. By the way, folks, that's our HR guy. Okay, that's hey. <laughs> Billy Dilly, a bona fide knight in the wall, one hundred percent marine. Hoorah! Arr. Yeah, <laughs> love old Billy Dilly, but uh, you know. Well, we'll, you know, man, I was saying earlier, man. Yep. You know, some of these guys. I went to the Over store uh, uh, yesterday, money. and I see these guys begging for money, and they're in their tents oh. and all this stuff. I see Billy Dilly, and yeah. you know, I see him, man. He he gets around and he works every day. He works yeah, he his does. ass off. Yeah, he does. And Work these tomorrow. people, these people are laying around doing nothing, and right. they're physically able to do stuff. And and my friend here, our friend here, Billy, is is busting his ass. Yeah, no, appreciate. So don't give me any excuses, right? Folks. Uh, I appreciate hey. Billy Dilly a lot, and he's he's debilitated as they come. I mean, look well, at him. yeah, huh? He's about as pickled as you can get. <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean that's. <laughs> you got to work a, a little bit during the day just to make a dollar and to get your beer. Yeah, well, that too. 
Or and as, my cigarettes, come on. Or as I understand, the uh, panhandler outside the store that uh, my brother Mart uh, visited last just night. Just want a quarter. He asked for a quarter. What a dumb bolt. You know, that's that's why he's in the situation he's in. Ask for $100, settle for 50 Well, Matt, I, I, I remember. <laughs> that's called negotiation. I learned that from uh, Donald Trump. I remember you and I, Matt, years ago in Seattle on First Street. Yeah, he's in trouble. And, uh, you know, down Pike Place Market, where, you know, all the touristy and all that stuff. Yes, where they throw the fish. Uh, yeah. You know, somehow that became a big thing and iconic there in Seattle. Yeah. Throwing fish back and forth. Mm-hmm. I, maybe because I grew up there, I just don't give an ass about people throwing fish. Not really. But but <laughs> my point was, so we're walking on the boardwalk, if you want to call it that, whatever, and uh, this, this panda handler comes up. Before he could get a word out of his mouth, Matt asked him for money. Oh, and that, yeah. I, I never forget that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I You're like, hey, can I get it? And the guy just, he was befuddled. He was like, the look on his face was like, uh, um. Yeah, he was silent. <laughs> he was silent. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, speaking of. Hey, I, I give him money. Made a couple bucks. <laughs> yeah. You know, I ran into, uh, I ran into Matthew Perry, uh, must have been 10, 12 years ago at Farmer's Market. Uh-huh. And, uh. Walking uh, down the the new addition to Farmers Market. What do they call that? Thing? I forget the uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But uh, and there was Matthew. The Perry. Grove. The Grove. Yeah, the Grove. It's yeah. sort of a, and you know, right there in Hollywood, spitting distance from where we do this show yeah. in the San Fernando Valley, uh, drinking, smoking, interrupting. Um, and it's right over there where all the miscreants live. Yeah. Well, I used to visit that uh, part of the uh, the city uh, quite often, and it's it's been a while. And, you know, maybe as you get older, you just sort of stay in your own uh, homestead, you know? Well, it's, it's, it's like 20 minutes away, and, and, and for us to get over, we call oh. it over the hill, Yeah, to go over that mountain. We're over here in the San Fernando <laughs> Valley, and they're over there, they're over there in, in Hollywood, and... Uh, but I used to. I would take my uh, my daughter to well, Matt, uh, the farmers, old farmers market, market because they yeah. had a, they had this incredible antique mall, right? And I used to love to go antiquing. Now, does that make me gay? Not necessarily, but there are other things that could. Well, CBS was right there too, in the same lot, in the same parking lot, pretty much. Yeah, that's where CBS is. So you'd see a lot yeah. of the uh, CBS uh, folks who did their TV shows and. You know, some of the game show guys, they'd be over there at Farmer's Market. Yeah, just kind of sniffing around. So I'm uh, so <laughs> walking, and, and I see the disheveled uh, uh, Matthew Perry. And, uh, and he was disheveled. It looked like he had a handler with him. But, you know, this, this thing, this drug addiction that mm. he's been going through, he's been going through this a long damn time. Long time. And, and it just, it, it hurts my heart because... I, I think out of the entire cast of Friends, I think he was the standout. I really do. I thought that his comic timing was, was perfection. Yeah. And without a Chandler, I don't, know if, I don't know if that show would have been a hit. True, I agree with you. So it's, it's, a, it's a terrible shame. He died at 54 years old. God rest his soul. Right man. here in Los Angeles. And, uh, but he recalled his 2022 memoir, Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing, a time when he encountered the presence of God. In his memoir, Perry talked about his addiction issues and substance abuse, uh, as well as recalling a near-death experience he had after his colon burst due to opioid abuse. Yeah, He, he had undergone 14 rehab stints and 15 stomach surgeries. And that, you know, that tells you, you know, how well does this rehab work? Yeah. yeah, it won't work unless you want to do it, you know? Yes. 
And, and so if you want to do it, do you need rehab? I, you know, it's, I think it's a money grab. I have a buddy that, uh, I'm no, no names, but I have a, a good buddy, very successful friend of mine. Produce, Rue, Rue McClanahan? Producer that he's been through it. Oh my God. I brought him in and out of rehab. I've actually physically driven him, you know, yeah. drove him to the re- and he went, you know, back and now he's clean again. He's doing well. Right. But I mean, I, I see what happens and it is unfortunate and it's sad. Well, it is sad. When I talk about a money grab, there's a uh, there's a place in Malibu. There are probably a couple, mm-hmm. but one specific joint, and I think uh, it I think it's like a hundred thousand dollars a month. Yeah. You, yeah. you tell me that that ain't about the money. Yeah. You know, this is not about helping people. We'll fix or, you. We'll take care of you. Yeah, for a hundred thousand dollars a month. Yeah. I it uh, it do, it does hurt my heart. Matthew Perry uh, in his memoir said, "God, please help me." Show me that you are here. Mm. He recalled praying when he was at his lowest point. After that, he described an encounter with the presence of God, which caused him to cry uncontrollably. I started to cry. I mean, I really started to to cry. Uh, That shoulder-shaking kind of uncontrollable weeping. Um, I wasn't crying because I was sad. I was crying because for the first time in my life, I felt okay. I felt safe and taken care of. Wow. He said, decades of struggling with God and wrestling with life and sadness, all was being washed away like a river of pain gone into oblivion. Uh, I had uh, I had been in the presence of God. I was certain of it, Perry wrote, and at this time I had prayed for the right thing, help. God had shown me a sliver of what life could be. Uh, he said he saved me that day, and for all days, no matter what, he had turned me into a seeker, not only of sobriety and truth, but also of him um god bless yeah it's it's yeah. A, it is one of the saddest saddest things uh because it, it didn't have to happen and there are so many you know when it comes to this opioid thing i mean prince yeah. that never had to happen yeah michael jackson going all the way back to the king of rock and roll elvis presley yes that was opioids Oh my Pills, God! Yeah. I mean, that seems to be worse than heroin or uh, or cocaine. Well, heroin is an opioid. And yeah, it's, yeah, it, right. It, it, it derives from uh, you know Afghanistan. If you want to be truthful about it, that's where that whole derives. you know nothing good comes from <laughs> Afghanistan. <laughs> no, nothing. And, and Chris Chris Cornell is another statistic. And Chris, right? Cornell, you know, and he was uh, yeah the opioid thing. It's no good. I've lost so many friends here. from Seattle. Seattle had a real bad problem. They still do with that crap. And uh, yeah, it's um, it's a thing that I guess it makes you feel euphoric. Yeah, but I'll, I'll tell you, if I were still in Seattle, I may be doing it. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I if mean, you I, have to live there, <laughs> see, I do understand. If you're living in Seattle with that doom and gloom every day, and those clouds that almost touch the top of your face, they're uh-huh. that low, and it's always just sort of it. It's an icky feeling. Now, for those of you who have visited Seattle during the summertime, and you think it's the greatest oh, place ever. Yeah. I am, uh, you know, I get sort of a chuckle out of those who have only seen it that way, and then Going they decide, then they decided to move, move there. there. Oh, and then, yeah. and then three months of just cloudiness and, and no three? sunshine. Three? <laughs> oh, please! Oh, God, we're talking eight, eight months. Oh, at least. Yeah. I agree. Eight. This is uh, Matthew Perry recalling the time he beat up Justin Trudeau. So, see, he was always on the positive side. <laughs> I heard about this, yeah. yeah uh, unfortunately, it was on that, uh, that piece of crap uh, show, Kimmel. But uh, this is Matthew Perry, uh, I don't know, a couple years ago, maybe even, uh, maybe even more recent than that. Did not know this. The prime minister, the current prime minister. You know, my apologies, because anytime I hear 
anything come out of that Kimmel pie hole. It makes me throw up in my mouth. He's a little such bit. an a hole. I just I can't stand this guy. But here we go. Did not know this. The prime minister, the current prime minister of Canada, Justin Trudeau, somebody you went to school with. I did. I was a couple of years ahead of him. Okay. Where did, where, how old were you at this time? Uh, fifth grade. So whatever age you are in fifth grade. Okay. And do you remember? Ten, probably. Do ten? you remember him around I, school? I good. Good for you, Kimmel. Ten. Oh. You're so smart. He has to show how or smart 11. he is. Ten. Do I have a story about him that I'm not proud yeah. of. What? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, I was reminded of this. My friend Chris Murray, who was also in the fifth grade in Canada, reminded me that uh, we actually uh, beat up Justin Trudeau. You beat him up? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Yeah. I, I don't know. The two he, of you beat him up? We both beat him up. And I, I think he was excelling in a sport that we weren't as... So it was pure jealousy. I see. And we... Uh, we, we you know, we beat him up. And isn't there... Is it, his dad was the Prime Minister of Canada. His dad was the Prime Minister At that Canada. time, right? I don't think that's the reason we beat him up. I think right. he was the only kid in school that we could beat up. Don't they have Secret Service there protecting the children of their Prime Ministers? Uh, they didn't. They didn't? Wow. Because no. that would never happen... First of all, it wouldn't be called Secret Service, but uh, no. let, us, let us continue. Baron Trump, right. you'd be in the stockade right now. You'd be in the- yes, I am a nitpicker when it comes to Jimmy Kimmel because I despise the man. Go ahead. It's true. <laughs> you'd be in Russia somewhere. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but I'm, you know, I'm not bragging about this. This is terrible. I was a st- and he can't get through a story. I know. He can't get through a Matthew Perry story without throwing uh, the Trumps under the bus. God, he's such a piece of despicable piece of no talent crap. Stupid kid, and you yeah, know, no, I didn't a- want to beat him up. In fact, I think at one point I tried to turn it into a love play. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, he is a yeah. handsome guy. Yeah, yeah, boy, is he ever? <laughs> yeah, but I think I was rather instrumental in him become, you know, going to such great heights and becoming the prime minister. You I feel think, that way? Yeah, I think it was, you know, I think he said, "I'm going to rise above this, uh-huh. and I'm going to become prime minister." I'm going to in- destroy those two boys. Yeah, exactly. Perry and Murray, he who rose beat above me. both of us. You know. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's something else. That's really. Do you ever have contact with him? And have you discussed? No, this? no. I feel no. shame. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, yeah. Somebody should beat him up now. Some, well, yeah. Well, somebody right. should beat up. Uh, now, listen, if I say someone should beat up uh, Jimmy Kimmel, then, of course, I'll be accused of violence. And if someone beats him up, then I will, of course, uh, you Accessory. know, I'm the, I'm the one. <laughs> right. People right, are going to be knocking like, at the door. I'm the, one, I'm the one who put the hit on him. And I, I don't Ow. want I really don't want him to be beat up. But a cage I, match. And I don't. Well, oh, yeah, I'm in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. You uh, would be. Yeah. Kimmel. Anytime, buddy. <laughs> Any friggin time. <laughs> You know, it reminds me of Ryan Stiles. Remember when he used to be our friend? Yeah. Tall man of comedy, uh, whose light is anyway, uh, Black Hawk Down, yeah. and uh, Drew Carey show. Uh, when he was on the show, and he wanted to, he wanted to fight. Uh, who the hell was it? I think I have this here. Hold on, just a second. See, I have to look it up. I'm producing the show, man. This, oh yeah, I remember this episode. This, I remember this, this show. This ain't easy. Hold on a second. Hold on. Oh, where the hell? Oh, here we go. Okay. So this is Ryan in one of those. Uh, <coughs> he's the tall man of comedy at six foot three, but worth the climb. Ryan Stiles, when he went off on Penn Gillette. Yes. Uh, and if uh, I had dinner with Penn Gillette. Oh, there you go again, Matt. You big name dropper. Yeah, well, I did. And uh, I found him to be an affable guy. Really intelligent man. Uh, but, yeah, obnoxious. So this is Ryan Stiles 
Uh, I, I think uh, one of the reasons, of course, Ryan doesn't come over is because of Mark C.G. Boyer yes. in a poker game, and Mark was a complete ass mm-hmm. during the game. Uh, and Mark uh, C.G. Boyer is not attempting to be an ass. He just... He's just an ass. He, well, he, just he, he, he just doesn't, you know, he doesn't think. It is. It's just it, the way he is. It is the way he is. And he doesn't try to be, but he's just, you know, when yeah. it comes to any social interaction, the guy is a nimrod. Yeah, and Ryan was going <laughs> to, Ryan actually, because it was uh, Wednesday that I brought him over here. Yeah, it was a poker night, And, and man. then on the fun. way on the way home, he was bringing me home, and he said, Marty, I was going to come Saturday and do the show. I, I won't ever go back over there again if Boyer's around that show. So, you know, Ryan got a little pissy. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan's too. a little pissy as well. That, yeah. That's a that's a little pissy. That's yeah. a little ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so, you got to get over it. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. But I will tell you this, that that's I'm certain that's not the only reason Ryan doesn't keep in touch. Because it was uh, years into uh, our relationship, and Ryan was a friend of this show for many, many years. Yes. And a buddy, and a real buddy. We, uh, you know, we went to many poker tournaments, and he was at every poker game, and uh, and we'd see each other at least two or three times a week. But uh, it was into the relationship that uh, he finally discovered that I wasn't a big lefty douchebag. And Ryan, all of his friends, of course, are on the left, and he almost being a Canadian, but he's not. His parents were. Right. Uh, But he's not a Canadian. But he he leaned left. But but Ryan Stiles, a beautiful man, apolitical, but all he knew was what he knew growing up, and that is what I learned, but then... Not one to boast. I got a little smart. You saw the light. Republicans ah. bad, Democrats good. That's the way I was brought up. My teachers in school I doubled down on that concept. And this is uh, Ryan Stiles on the show years ago on Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio uh, going off on Penn Jillette. And uh, this is completely unrehearsed. We didn't know what the hell Ryan was. Oh, and some of, the vo- some of the voices in the background... You'll hear the the dude who now says, "Come on down on the Price is Right." Right. What the hell's his name? Uh, I, I tried to forget his name. <laughs> yeah, he's an a hole. Oh, come on. Uh, he is. I, I will we, say that. Why are we throwing everybody under the bus? Well, not everyone, but I mean that guy is uh, is truly a. What the a, hell's his name? I don't care. Okay. Well, I, I, I don't. I don't say he's an a hole. I, you know, I he, do. He was always uh, nice to Bobby me. He, he picked on my my ex my ex, and he for no reason. He's just at Beverly Hills Hotel one night. He accused. He accused my ex of stealing his girlfriend's purse, which I said, Joni doesn't do that kind Is of that stuff. Is that right? Oh, that's how it came down. That's the first thing that happened. Oh, oh she's, yeah, yeah, I, she, I know she did it. And, and, and so we had dinner after our appearance at the Beverly Hills Hotel, and then we are having dinner that night, and he kept it up. And I said, you know what? George Gray. George and Gray, I, yeah. I George said, George I'm done with you, man. I yeah. said, this is over. Get away from my table because we had two separate tables. You know, you should have kicked his ass. I, but yeah. He's I, a little I, guy. I, I, I should have. Yeah, that would have been embarrassing. And Joni, to this day, my ex, <laughs> she, she says, I can't even, because that used to be her favorite show. She goes, I can't watch it anymore because of his voice. Wait, wait, you mean Price is Right? Yes. Oh, yeah. She goes, I can't stand to hear him. That's a hell of a gig, man. Oh, God. Yeah. Cake gig, which you should have had. I would have poo-pooed that gig, but, uh, you know, (laughs) I think he's starting. Yeah, I don't want to get into the money, but it's just ridiculous. Whatever. Yeah. Screw George Gray. I don't know, but he still has more (laughs) talent than Ryan Seacrest. Here's uh, Ryan (laughs) Stiles, the tall man of comedy on Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio a few years ago. And you know what? 
If he wants to fight, <laughs> I'll be here next week, that oh bastard. Oh, my God. Are you, go- are you going? Are you going? And I'll bring a guy who doesn't talk to if that's what he likes, okay? And I'll fight <laughs> Thanks, that Ryan. bastard. Back you up. <laughs> Ryan, I'll back you up. So Ryan is challenged. Pendulous. Yeah, I will. Oh, yeah, pussy. Vegas pussy. Oh, look at my house, my cribs, my L.A. cribs. Oh, it's all spooky magic shit. Go, Ryan. Go. Get a family, pussy. Take care of a kid, you wuss. I'm sorry. How do you really feel? Hold on. I always love that line. Take care of a kid, you wuss. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because he's uh, he's not a married man, and he has no children. Get a family, yeah, pussy. Get, get a family. <laughs> I mean, uh, and he really and he really hated, you know, his, and he'll go into this now. He really hated his TV show, which was a great TV show. I what thought thing? it was. Well, he'll mention the, the name of the show here. Uh, but, you know, he knew that uh, Penn Jillette certainly leaned conservative. And uh, so that's another reason why Ryan hated the guy. Here we go. Jeez, uh, Yeti. <laughs> Yeti, magic Yeti man. You know what? Shut up. All right. <laughs> Mr. I've got an opinion about everything. Mr. Uh, oh, oh, he's got a show on uh, cable called Bullshit. Oh, the government, the government. <laughs> shut up. Do the magic and shut the f*** up. Ray, oh, box that magician in the So you're challenging. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want any silent, no talky corner guy. Okay? Get a normal toy. Right. Is the quote, just do your magic and shut the f*** up? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly what it is. You know what? I don't want to hear what you think about politics. Just pull a bunny out of a hat or a hat out of a bunny. I don't give a what you do. Whatever's funnier. Matt, I make a standing offer right now. That's I will, I will pay $100 right. if, you, if you will play any portion of that clip. Well, Penn is here. See, Penn Gillette was supposed to be on the show a week from then, and then he canceled. Now, I don't know if this had anything to do with it, but yeah. uh, that's George Gray offering, oh boy, $100. Uh, by the way, George just came off that show, uh, Weakest Link. Yeah. yeah. He's worth a little bit more than $100. Well, whatever, so, whatever. Yeah. He offered 100 That never came down. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that's uh, that's George Gray and uh, Ryan Stiles, our beloved Ryan Stiles. I love the guy. I, mean, I do, too. He really is a beautiful man. I hit him up the other day uh, in a text. I, uh, as far as I know, the number hasn't changed. Yeah. Well, but uh, there's no response. Nah, nah, and, he lets, and he lets someone outside of the circle, uh, Mark C.G. Boyer, get under his skin to the point where he won't come back. I find that a little petulant, but you know that's the that's the Democrat way. Yeah, that's you know, way. yeah, you have to take your toys and go home or uh, stay in the <laughs> God, corner. That says forgive. God does say forgive. That's right, Billy. All right. God bless you. Okay, uh, we'll be this after back. I got a lot to get to on Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio, uh, but not without uh, the the reprisal of this theme song from one of the greatest movies of all time that my brother Martin and I watched last night called Zombievers Enjoy. Zombievers, Zombievers, you hear your sweetheart scream, she tells you why you don't believe her. She saw one in the bathroom, it's no lie, it's a Zombiever. With over 200 research workers, academic staff, and Ph.D. students worked around the clock seven days a week for nine years. And today, we deliver broadcasting from atomic-scale components, 21st century technology, talk stars, and subliminal messaging.
Motivating, stimulating, mildly erotic, 24-7. Outlaw Radio.